0: Hey, I'm Tommy Chong, welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy's Growroom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have TG.
1: Yeah, hey, uh, I'm back. Uh <laughs> that's right, good. it's your
0: first show since the fucking new year, isn't it? We haven't spoke to you for a while.
1: Yeah, I was fucking out of it last week, so... Uh,
0: oh yeah, you wasn't, wow, how are you feeling now? Oh, much better, much Sweet.
1: better. That's good. Yeah, no, I was just lining up a dab here and was caught off guard. But yeah, TG here, you know, from uh, Treaty 6 territory, aka Saskatchewan. Saskatoon. It's nice out- yeah saskatoon you know west side um <laughs> it's nice out. i was just smoking weed on my front step a joint a very enjoyable joint so um when
0: does uh, it start heading back towards summertime for you guys well i know we're already there because we're past the equinox and shit but yeah uh
1: we don't really start like hoping till after february because march is a, like march could be anything usually oh. though it starts fucking waning by march and then into april yeah
2: I gotta ask a question now. You know, you said it wasn't too bad. You were just outside smoking cannabis. Wait mm. a minute. What for Saskatoon isn't too bad. Uh,
3: That's
0: a good yeah, fucking good point. point. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm a bit. Of, it's, it's minus ten right now. So how's
3: it fucking <laughs> nice? <laughs>
0: what? What?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I don't know. It's beautiful. Like I'm, it's I was beautiful. thinking to myself. I'm like my eyelids are in the fucking mountain
0: freezing off. I, mean, like,
1: I have two snowboards that need to be used in this kind of weather and they're just sitting so yeah uh no it was nice uh, just because it was colder and now it's warmer so it's like yeah we're used to minus
0: it minus so. 10 sounds mush <laughs> why are you on about unsure what the <laughs> minus 10 yeah, jesus uh, god damn i'm oh fucking yeah, cold i'm getting frostbite just thinking about that shit Goddamn! Yeah. what about you marge you. you haven't heard from you since the uh before christmas and shit as well how are you you good
4: yeah, I am good. I did have a cold over Christmas, but that's uh, remedied itself and had a nice break and I'm back and I'm enjoying back. a I mean, minus five, minus five here today. So,
1: yeah, that's a good temp too. Yeah,
4: <sighs> a <good> temp. yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm feeling the bacon here and with nine degrees C. It's like, oh, wow, luckier than I thought. God damn. <laughs> wow. You have a good Christmas and New Year and everything.
4: Oh, yeah, it was great.
0: It's apart like from the cold, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh well, wow. oh well. Wow. And then we have monkey. What's up, monkey? Oh, not much, man. I guess I'm I'm the
2: person here with the you know feel like summertime temperatures and stuff. It is <laughs> raining here today, and it's not like super warm, but I'm still in short sleeves and you know that kind of stuff. So
0: nice. But, yeah,
2: we needed the rain though, but it's uh, it's overall it's it's pretty good here. You know, having a good day. Yesterday was a beautiful day. We enjoyed it then, and today in the rain, I
0: get to do a podcast. So. Smoke weed and stay inside. Indeed, indeed. That's always a good idea anyway. It's highly recommended. You're much safer at home. Just stay at home. You know what I'm saying?
2: So Absolutely.
0: So yes, here we are. No Bubble Hawk. Unfortunately, he's been called into work unexpectedly. So he's not going to be able to make it this week either. But he's going to be back next week. So stay tuned for Bubble Hawk's return on Sunday next week. And you, if you look on our YouTube channel as well, you'll see that we have numerous shows set up. Proper professional in 2023, everybody. On the ball is what they like to say, but we've got today's episode in the grow guides. We're going to be talking about the, uh, about growing in cocoa. We're going to run you through the best things to do when you're growing cannabis in cocoa and also some tips and tricks as well to make sure that it's, it's really easy for you to do. Next week, TG is going to help us with the grow guides. He's going to do most of the talking over on the grow guides next week, because we're going to talk about building your own soil. So and t- Temple's got some good techniques. He's got some good recipes and shit. So we'll be running through that next week, and then the week after that, inspired by one of the questions we got in listener mail today, uh, we're going to talk about worm farms. How to start a worm farm, how to keep it running, and how to use that to feed your plants. So that's always a, a good idea. Yeah. Nice free organic food from your worm farm.
1: That reminds me, I got to harvest my shit out of my worm farm. It's full.
0: Nice. You got worm farm too.
1: Fuck yeah, man.
0: Of course. Sweet. Yeah, and um, Twisted got one for Christmas as well. Twisted, yeah, this is
1: way. Mine's just a rubber made tie I drill holes in, but his looks like a fucking worm. Like, hotel. Yeah, that's all
0: you need, mate. That's all you need, mate. I, I started off with just a small one. Well, we'll quickly, just a quick chat about worm farms now. I started off with a small one. <laughs> I've described it before. It's like 40 centimeters by 40 centimeters or something. Now, a proper worm farm. It, it, it's made specifically for that. But they've grown so big over time. I have three. One hundred and fifty liter containers in the back garden now, full of soil with loads of fucking worms living in them, and it just it just keeps on getting bigger and bigger, man. It's pretty sweet. So I gotta yeah.
1: ask too though, how much waste? Like, what are you putting in them? Are you putting kitchen scraps and shit?
0: And how yeah, much waste loads of vegetables. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, the missus yeah. does it all, and she puts cardboard in there that that keeps them happy.
1: When we started like really composting and vermicomposting hardcore, like our garbage like in the in our black bin that's the garbage went from like here to like nothing
0: Mm -hmm. it's crazy how much Mm -hmm. food you throw away they eat so much but the neighbors even give us food scraps and shit for the worms now as well Mm -hmm. and i was thinking now i've got three of these cases we're going to need more food to be feeding these worms so i'm going to go visit some smoothie shops or something and be like yeah i could take that waste off yeah you know 50 pound a month motherfuckers i take it all from it (laughs) so they pay me to take the shit for the worms you know I'll, i'll probably just do it for free but it's definitely an idea
1: it's a good idea we kind of have an agreement like that with a guy at work for our waste hemp material that he Sweet. composts and turns
0: into beautiful compost so the anyway we'll talk man. about that it, those yeah. shows Believe that's right so. so stay tuned to hear the rest of yeah. that conversation come and see us in two weeks okay everybody that'll on those it. shows <laughs> <laughs> but yeah we can spend five minutes to get a little bit of high three minutes three minutes when we get to tempest we can um
1: yeah we can, and just line up a nice nice <laughs> yeah.
0: no, what you got tg
1: Number four, I don't know what it is. I can... Northern Are Lights
0: you? number four. <laughs> Sample number four
2: for a, nah, yeah, contest, a contest or something. All right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Northern Lights Four. I don't think that's even a thing.
0: Yeah, number five and number eight is the most popular, but number four is out there somewhere, right? Oh, there wow. was a four somewhere. There was, was up just, to it nine. Still as exists. Far as, yeah. I know. Number
1: mm-hmm. one is like the pure Afghan, and then as you go up in number, it gets more like thin leafy. But uh mm-hmm. five, five is by far the most famous. Sweet. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to look this
0: up. Yeah. Marge, what are you smoking on?
4: Well, I'm going to be getting out some of TG's Forbidden Dream and a little bit of the CBD Charlotte's Angel to mix up. Oh, that's
0: that. nice. Nice. <laughs> nice choice.
1: That Forbidden Dream is fucked. It's like, <laughs> it smells <laughs> so funky. Well,
0: it's Joel, Joel's like out there in the chat. Joel Freeman, he said, first time I attended the live show. Exciting. There you go, look, proof that it's live because we actually read out your comment right there. Right. Is, you're a few seconds behind us that's all.
1: oh sorry it's forbidden fruit <laughs> this is this is um this is forbidden dreams uh mother actually that i have lined up in the deck. oh cool that's interesting nice very cool
0: what you got monkey
2: uh I got Godbud bud today and a little bit of a, a cbd i'll be blending in there just to kind of keep it the way i want it nice nice might throw in a little bit of lsd keef got it hanging
0: around here on, on the bench too so you know Ooh, It'll be a fun day. Twisted has got some crystalline entity there. Very nice. Yeah, What's know, everybody in the chat got? Come on. Tell us what you're smoking on, everybody. Arnie Scarpa. What's up, Arnie? Chilbert's arrived. What's up, Chilbert? It's good to see you all. So, I think- to
1: Twisted for smoking my weed in this beautiful cup.
0: Oh, yes. Twisted's a good lad. It's a good lad, Twisted is. Mm. I That's think uh, he
1: infused some weed into the porcelain, so it just tastes so much better, too, every time
0: <laughs> Brian Post said he's got Romulan Hot Rod. Peter Kelly's got some Super Silver Haze. Nice. OG Kush and Aye. some Mixed Cali for me from Unsure. Bubble Hawk says, I hit that sunset sherbet before heading off to work. <laughs> the Rosin, of course, because that's how Bubble likes to partake. He likes uh, peanut Butter Breath from Dr. Green Thumb. Velvet Punch from Backblast. <laughs> Strawberry Haze from Noxy. Fucking hell, you all got some nice shit there, everybody. <laughs> nice filmy yeah. bowl. Has got Garcia silver haze. I suppose that's some cherry Garcia, right? Uh, spoken on my latest harvest. Nice bleach, which is a block
1: is Romulan hot rod from Jody. Was that one of those Romulan crosses he just released not too long ago? I don't know what the hot rod would I never heard of that one.
0: That's mm-hmm. cool. Shelbert's mm-hmm. got some lemon tree fresh rosin. I'm on the last bit of lemon tree, man. I'm a little bit devastated about it, really. do I don't want to talk about it, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it's been like six months Since I've grown, man It's been fucking ages Tragic, devastating times But that's just the way it is Blue cheese from Joel's Nice, good choice, bro uh, Strawberry glue for fire top, Nice Everybody's got some good shit Yeah, so Spark up your shit, man Roll up we something do. nice but Build up your bowl Whatever it is you do to partake Maybe eat some edibles and shit and don't forget we have a discord server now everybody if you're not a member of the discord then let us know and we'll drop the link in the chat or something if you want to jump into the discord server and we just share some pictures and we talk about weed over there and and rumor has it marge might be starting a discord server soon too <laughs>
3: well, we, started,
0: we just started that rumor i think here yeah we <laughs> we just started that rumor right now it's the pleasure heard of it maybe you know, should Marge start this Discord server about edibles, everybody? What do you think? Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> but... have to do it. <laughs>
2: would you join
0: Marge's server about edibles? Yeah. I would That's join. Even better. I, I would yes, join. I would too. Why not? Wow. Why not? Wow. Why not? Wow. Of course. Was it good, TG? Was it good? You know,
1: <laughs> Tanji. Fucking Tanji comes through so hard because Tanji is the grandma of the shit and forbidden fruit like allegedly is very tangy-esque and this tasted exactly like my forbidden dream which is also very tangy leaning and it's hyper fucking citrus just almost like what do you you think it smells like marge it's not like normal smelling weed right that forbidden dream it's just it's i don't know how to explain it but not a lot of people like it i give it out as samples and stuff at work and everybody's like oh yeah you know (laughs) It's, yeah, uh,
4: it's different it is different I'm it's very my bag right now
1: it's beautiful stuff it's it's dark magenta when he busted up like mm-hmm. i've never seen actually bud so purple so thoroughly purple mm. but uh, it's fucked smelling and it's the tangy and this fucking dab tasted exactly like that no way <laughs> which is good if you like it you know mm-hmm. but i'm just mm-hmm. not a huge huge fan of that and I was actually thinking of keeping that forbidden dream around for I I'm on my third run of it now just because I'm like it's so fucking weird and unique and oh. nice colored but and I was gonna run it for some dry sift and make some rosin out of it but maybe I'm not after gonna smoke that <laughs> maybe I'll look for something else I don't know anyway sorry that was just a anyway sp-
0: God <laughs> damn it probably so smooth we're about to go into the news day and TG's like oh. Oh, yeah, well, I just wanted
1: to tell you about, uh, you know.
0: Before that, we go um, on, let's talk about cannabis. <laughs> that
1: was cannabis, you know. Yes,
0: of course. Of course. Yeah, hey, man, it sounds delicious, man. It sounds delicious.
1: It is. It's maybe it's like scotch or something, you know. It's like an acquired taste
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, after
1: mm-hmm. a while. It's, you know, something. The high is great. I'll say that, but it's just so fucking weird tasting.
0: Spark your reefers. It is time to go on to the cannabis news and events. Let's do it. It was off again then. Everybody, did you hear it when the music was playing? So like, Jesus, it's, yeah, gonna some funny. more <laughs> shit. It's good. So we better get to TG's news article first, I think, because he's on one of those today. So <laughs> yeah, no, I'll get mine
1: through and then I'll I'll busy myself dabbing and I won't
0: talk anymore for a while. <laughs> no, you could talk, bro. You could do it just in between dabs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I'm like like I say, I really enjoy that. This this shit makes me real fucking talkative, as you might notice. But anyway, yeah, I I like this story. <laughs> It's it reminds me of here in Canada actually quite a bit.
0: <laughs> and I'm surprised. Yeah, things are a thing. little bit twisted today on, on the news articles as we discussed earlier.
1: Yeah, that's kind of funny. I noticed so that. So what's been
0: world. going on in the UK, TG? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs>
1: I've been uh, I'm the expert here. I'm very up on my UK shit. But this one did kind of catch my eye because, like I say, this has like been the model here in Canada, at least on the illicit side of things for Quite a few years. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's obviously, there's still the, the hand-to-hand kind of aspect of it. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll read and then we can talk about it because it's pretty it's pretty funny. Um, illegal weed dis- delivery startup Dispensaroo sees meteoric growth in the UK. Um, and, uh, yeah, so an illegal cannabis delivery startup in the UK is generating generating millions of pounds in revenue less than a year after it was created, according to its founder. The Spenceroo, which, unlike other online drug markets, operates on the open web, has attracted thousands of customers in recent months through guerrilla advertising campaigns and of mouth. The unorthodox approach of shunning the dark web uh, means the site is easily found through popular search engines like Google and DuckDuckGo, allowing it to grow tenfold in recent months. Um, kind of like, yeah, like here in Canada, you can Google mail order, whatever. Marijuana, mm-hmm. cannabis, and uh, lots of stuff pops up, not on the dark web. Uh, the founder, who goes by the name S, uh, told The Independent that he had never sold drugs before starting dispensary and only created this service out of frustration with the, quote, archaic cannabis laws in the UK. Which stick to
0: his story agree. as well. You have to stick to that story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: There's a huge difference between hard drugs and weed, he said. There's a lot of misinformation and negative images to those that are ill-inform- ill-informed. Sorry, but our, many of our customers use cannabis for medical reasons and to treat complex illnesses like depression. Uh, a spokesperson for the National Crime Agency said it was a policing matter while the Met Police was unable to confirm whether there is an ongoing investigation into the startup. The Independent has approached the Home Office for comment. S refused to say exactly how much the site is currently making due to security concerns, but it said it was shipping thousands of orders each week, suggesting that the monthly revenue has surpassed £1 million um deliveries come in vacuum sealed bags to hide the smell and are delivered through traditional postal services like royal mail dispense route customers that the independent spoke to describe the service as convenient though slightly overpriced compared to street dealers which is like basically the same as how canada's this this aspect of things here started um mm-hmm. it was really I, I remember paying fucking like 300 bucks an ounce which is quite a bit for here way way back um And now it's like, there's $20 ounces you can find. (laughs) So yeah, Uh, not only does it operate on the open web, it offers many of the same services as legitimate businesses. There are next day delivery options, live chat customer support with the same Monday to Friday operating hours as other retailers, (laughs) as well as regular giveaways and promotions. Spencer is intent on being as revolutionary as the food delivery service that helped inspire it. But Deliveroo, I assume there's a Deliveroo, a business Deliveroo has Mm -hmm. launched... Legal action against a startup in a battle S describes as David versus Goliath contest. The Liveroo spokesperson told the Independent that a complaint has been lodged with dispensaries website register and the World Intellectual Property Organization, citing the obvious and substantive mimicking of its brand. So they're yeah they're just copyright mm-hmm. kind of thing, which obviously but kind of funny. S said that Dispensary sees our fight with Deliveroo. (laughs) I just like (laughs) these words too. They're funny. (laughs) Uh, It's just another hurdle we must overcome. (laughs) But the company has also announced on its website that it would be rebranding to Dispensary. (laughs) <laughs> in the future Sorry. delivery
2: <laughs>
0: then <laughs>
1: dispensary uh, the man that dab is yeah pretty giggly shit this
0: is why we're getting to you first bro Yeah, <laughs> a good point actually uh,
1: dispensary is also being investigated by, by transport for london after an unauthorized done ads for the site posted on the london underground know what's that the subway
0: yeah it's like uh it's the first subway <laughs> in the world apparently in history the uh, the London Underground. It's just a shitload of oh, trains going around the place. But what gets me is like, you know, they're trying to make out like this is uh, all underground and nobody knows about it and shit. It's in the fucking independent newspaper. <laughs> yeah, <band. enough. laughs> what more advertisements yeah, yeah. could you want? Please, independent, write a fucking article on this criminal podcast called High on Homegrown. You know what I'm saying? Damn, kind of advertising this guy, 1 million a month, it's got to be 10 million a month. That's why this.
1: I thought it was fucking hilarious, because it's like, I oh, mean, damn, clearly it's, it ain't a secret, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Like... <laughs> Nobody knows about this,
1: Deliveroo.
0: Except everybody that drives the, rides the subway. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, just to finish quickly, he says, I never expected it to grow this quickly. I never sold drugs ever in my life before dispensary is created i'm also a very normal person regardless of my choice of profession all i'm trying to show (laughs) is that a platform can exist to sell weed in a clean and safe manner if the archaic laws in the uk were reformed it would potentially be a fully legal tax generating business that could help repair economies like the one we live in
0: see the the missus in that mrs m saw this article and she showed it to me she's like you gotta see this this guy sounds like you (laughs) (laughs) so he's just because he's fucking talking sense man that's all (laughs) fucking hell but yeah it's a big shock but he's getting away with this and he people even know who he is like to be named s they don't know his proper identity but you know to be interviewing him and the money's going somewhere to a bank account and shit so they could easily track him down if they wanted to but he's used to be yeah 420 everybody (laughs) but he seems to be getting away with it which is cool you know that's the way you want it to fucking be it's crazy to see, man. It's crazy to see. I wonder if he's going to get busted at some point because some people get busted for much less, as we all know. I'm,
1: I'm just <laughs> surprised. Like, is there not more of this? Like, it seems like an obvious thing, you know. Like like I said, in Canada, this has been, like, Bud Buddy has been around for 20-plus years, you know, since he... Mm.
0: <laughs> I suppose he's been around for a while, but it has been on the dark web and it's been more oh, around just yeah. now.
1: And that's the thing with dark web like i've never fucked with the dark web we never had to here because like here in canada we have just e-transfer which is very mm-hmm. peer-to-peer there's no i mean there's a bank thing but unless you write like this is for weed
0: the fuck <laughs> fuck <laughs> you're yeah. good. thanks for the piff bro <laughs> yeah be an idiot
1: so but yeah it's it's pretty easy here so people and then you get servers that are you know you go with some server out in the ocean or whatever the fuck and I don't know. I mean, there's a shitload here and it's like, they always complain about them, but never do they go away, only proliferating, so.
0: Oh yeah, four plants just put in the chat, There are uh, £85 for one-eighth of Cali weed. Wow.
2: <laughs> Cali,
0: it's yeah, it's love because it. it's so good, four plants. That's what it is. It's such Cali. good weed. Fucking, oh, it. It's yeah, ridiculous, the man. They, yeah, I fuck with Cali, man. It, Not... the Cali weed, best in the world, <laughs> apparently, mate. Best, Even when it's grown in somebody's bedroom in the UK, it's so... <laughs> Still see <laughs> came from Cali. Still like Cali Weed, though. <laughs> that's yeah.
3: right. We that's thought about Cali
0: way.
2: while we were growing it. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were dreaming we played, of California.
3: That's
2: right. We played <laughs> beach music and surfer <clears throat> stuff, didn't they? Yeah. You know? yeah,
0: we played the beach boys in the tent the it's whole like time. The
2: whole time. weed. Kelly Weed.
0: God damn. But you yeah, know, fair, fair play to the guy. Somebody needs to be doing this, and there needs to be more people doing this kind of thing. If you if people are willing to take the risk like that, then fucking go for it, man, because this is how we get things changed but I do think eventually this guy will get caught and he will be massively fined. And the police are just letting him do his thing right now. So they can take more fucking money off him in the future.
1: I mean, yeah. to play not devil's advocate because I do. I'm not, you know, I participate in these, this market quite often. So I'm What? You're an
0: cannabis to... user.
1: I mean, you know, there's oh, good that's right. it's
2: legal there. for you. So yeah, you're oh. good. Oh, okay.
1: Well, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, is this not safer than like going to meet some dude up that might like, you know, he gets shot or something like there's no,
0: a... I would say so. But Probably. Th- that's the um, right now in the UK, there's strikes going on everywhere with the rail, with the nurses and with the post office, Royal Mail. And this guy said mm-hmm. that a lot of their deliveries are going through Royal Mail. Mm-hmm. And I've just been seeing on Facebook over the last couple of mm-hmm. days. Uh, friends of mine are receiving Christmas cards, not from me, because I don't send Christmas cards. But, <laughs> you know, friends of mine are receiving Christmas cards from family. You know, it's weeks late now. It's probably mm-hmm. like three weeks after Christmas or something. But they're only receiving them now because Royal Mail have been on strike for fucking ages. And uh, So mm-hmm. when you're ordering this weed through the website, it might be in a fucking vacuum sealed bag and shit, but that shit needs to be burped. You know what I mean? You can't just leave it sealed the whole time. And if it's just sitting in a bag for two fucking weeks and it's not even getting to you, it's, uh, it's a bit shit, really. And I know that's not the company's fault. That's uh, Royal Mail's fault. But we shouldn't have to order the shit online from some company that isn't even legitimate. We should be able to go to a dispensary and buy the <laughs> shit, man. We should be able to smell it before we're buying it and shit like Tell that. Me. You know what I mean?
1: Tell me about it. As a medical user, I, I have to order it fucking through the mail.
0: You know, Mm -hmm. if I want
1: legal medical cannabis, so even the the dumb shit fucking, you know, expert smoker who's been smoking for six months and now he's uh, an expert on fucking haze, he can go down and get shit easier than me, who like actually needs the shit for like fucking living like a normal person. And, you know, they they don't cater to people that that care Um, or actually like. It would be an easy thing for, for them just to issue cards to people like me so we could go down to the fucking dispensary and then, you know... Anyway, I don't want to rant about that right now. Yeah, we yeah. got
0: we've got another article that sort of segues from this one because this is yeah. also from the UK. And now we have this guy, S is the name he has chosen to go by, and he is making $1 million a month. His company is making $1 million a month in these cannabis sales, which is essentially, that's what it is, this uh, dispenser rule, whatever he wants to call it. But we have this guy... Also from the UK, let me read this story to you. We have Derby, uh, let me click I see Derby cannabis dealer caught after police found his ID, scales, and drugs in his car. Wow, mm. wow, what well, you got scales in your car for, bro? Come on, Come on. Anyway, a young Derby drug dealer made more than four thousand pounds. Ooh, he's rich, you know, that's like altogether, oh. altogether, he made four thousand. This guy from dispenser room is making one million a month. But, you know, let's, let's ignore that right now. Four thousand. Uh, a young Derby drug dealer made more than four thousand pounds selling cannabis, but was snared when he left weed and an ID card carrying his name in his car. Uh, Derby Crown Court heard our police community support officers. These are like plastic police officers. They're not real police. They're working their way up to it. Uh, uh, came across the stash <laughs> when they smashed <laughs> their way into a Volkswagen Polo registered to the Dali Abbey's Louise Macho. Macho. Smashed
4: their way into it. Not a that... real
0: cop. So, what the fuck is that about? For one, right? what? You just walk past. The, uh, just this bit here. Look, they did so as a strong smell of the Class B drug led them to have the reason to believe they would find some. So, they walked past his car, could smell weed. So decided to smash his fucking window. Then surely so this is a legal. They can smell it. Yeah. Because yeah.
4: I, I find that pretty suspect.
0: This dodgy as fuck, man. Like, really? <laughs> really? You're just going to smash somebody's window because you can smell weed? What about if my car is left on the high street somewhere and I don't smoke in my car, I don't carry weed in my car, but somebody drives past smoking weed and then they mistakenly think that, it's my car that has cannabis in it. Are they now entitled to just break my fucking windows?
2: Well, you know how it is, Mackie. I think I smell weed. Oh, I was mistaken. I'm sorry,
0: you know? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Absolutely shocking. I can't believe this shit was legal. Because then after this, it says uh, uh, they did so as a strong smell of the Class B drug led them to have reason to believe they would find some. A search of his home. So after that, they've even gone search his home because they found the weed and shit. But, you know... A search of his home discovered another Class B drug, ketamine, and and, mm. and analysis of the now twenty-three-year-old's mobile phone found messages that showed he was selling <laughs> cannabis. What what the actual fuck? So this guy's <laughs> making a million a month with his dispensary, which is cool. That's cool, man. He just he carry he's not doing anything wrong in our eyes. Anyway, you we're know, cannabis users; it's completely fine. But this guy should be treated the same fucking way, right? Why is he getting or having his door kicked up and shit? And, and that's what <laughs> I thought as well. On shore, ketamine is a class B. That's a class B. Oh, I'm sure that was a class A, man. But ketamine is yeah, pretty popular been.
1: in the UK, right?
0: It's not like everybody's on it, it's not like a cup of fucking tea, but you know, no. it's it's yeah. kind of popular, but it's more of a sedative, right? It's because you use horse, uh, horse tranquilizer, man.
1: Disassociative. I'm not mm-hmm. too sure. I don't
0: really know much You're about. We're using
4: it. it a lot now in treatment-resistant depression. Other things yeah, like yeah. Too, There's
0: that. Hey, sure. I took it yeah. back in the day, but I haven't done that for a long time. <laughs> but anyway, so the gun searches home, found some ketamine. Uh, ketamine, <sighs> sorry. And analysis of the now 23-year-old's mobile phone has found messages showing he was selling cannabis. Handing the defendant a six-month sentence suspended for 18 months. So this pretty much means that if he's good for 18 months, he won't have to serve his six-month sentence. But if he gets in the shit again, he'll have to go to prison for six months and also incur whatever other charges uh, given on him from whatever offences he has committed. So he's been let off for 18 months. Judge William Harburg, Harbag, whatever, ballbag, said... (laughs) (laughs) sorry the the question strike. it it frustrates me so much man it's so unjust the question for the court is whether the sentence can be suspended and in my judgement it can be your pre-sentence report concludes you do not pose a risk or danger to the public and there is a realistic prospect of rehabilitation he was selling fucking weed man he was no risk or danger to the public in the first place you motherfuckers god damn So and he's only 23 years old, this guy. You know, yeah, uh, there are I'm no sure. aggravating features that I see, but on the other hand, there is a raft of mitigating features. You have let yourself down and your family down, but <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. they support you. <laughs> it's That's so fucking a... demeaning. It's what the fuck, man? Let your your pre sense really sorry. It. Much.
3: It's
4: like- what he really needed was like a catchy business name, like dispensary well, or dispensary. Maybe that know. would have done it.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like,
4: oh, go go about your business. But it's like, what the fuck,
0: man? You see the well,
4: double standards
0: good. here. Double,
2: calling himself
0: Dealer Roo. Oh, copyright that shit. Quick, Quick. <laughs> the dealer Roo. I'm a <laughs> dealer Roo. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. We're,
3: we're better than dispensary.
0: We sell ketamine too. That's it. We're dealer Roo. We got it all. Sorry, TG.
1: Well, you know, it, it's like uh, the invisible hand thing, right? Like where there's a fucking demand, there's going to be supply. It doesn't fucking matter. Always. Exactly. And always. The way, in the way I interpret any of this kind of in this arrests of like, you know, whether it's big or small scale, the big guys, honestly, the dispensary guy is probably, you know, not that down. He's probably covered his tracks a little bit better mm-hmm.
0: than some. You know, not leaving in this his ID and scales in the yeah. car. And that,
1: that's just a, you know, a silly mm-hmm. mistake. But the way I look at it, like I say, is it's not so much like you're doing something wrong. It's just like you're doing something that's, that's not giving us, a, we're not getting a cut. Mm-hmm, the government's mm-hmm. not getting a cut. And it carries and on
0: into this TG in this fucking article, man. It, Cause it gets worse. Everybody. I know it's bad already, but it gets fucking worse. This is a joke, man. Uh, your pre-sentence report, this is in a quotation mark, so somebody said this, your pre-sentence report speaks of a good attitude and that you have good, uh, made good progress the past two years since the offence. So it's been two years, again, since this offence, and he's only just receiving his sentence now, like the article that we covered previously. Many of the articles that we covered previously because there's just no space in the, in the prisons for people to go to, and yeah. the, the justice system is so crammed and over... Oh, what, what am i looking for man it's just, oh, overcrowded yeah pretty much it's just there's no space for any of these cases to no. go through so the people are in long lists man so drop all the weed convictions and you're going to see a shitload of them disappear and you can start prosecuting people for real fucking crimes but anyway you, uh, in the past, t- sorry tg i
1: was just going to quickly say the most sinister thing about this shit is like this guy is clearly not a, a, a danger to society. even dispensary guy who's selling a shitload you he know he's not a mm-hmm. danger he's mm-hmm. supplying a need that's a very accessible way to do it um mm-hmm. but when you put these people in jail that fucks them up that yep. ruins their lives and mm-hmm. that actually damage the society because now maybe they are fucked up maybe they do have like some fucking chip on their shoulder or just yeah, being it's, in jail
0: is like you know when i was outside i was clean as a whistle i had to come to prison to become a so, criminal you know <laughs> exactly
1: Pri- prison is supposed yeah. to be about rehabilitation but it's not it's about fucking incarceration and mm. profit mm. essentially at this point in the game so- that's right
2: man Once you've got the criminal record on you, it's a
1: lot harder to find somebody Mm, who's willing to work with you. And that's two fucking rights,
0: man. So So it it says uh, in here, carry on here, your pre-sentence report speaks of a good attitude and that you have made good progress the past two years since the offence. And importantly, you have stopped using drugs. Uh, I am satisfied your remorse is entirely genuine. And it seems you have grown up to some extent and got a job with a reputable company. What, like dispenser roux? <laughs> what <laughs> yeah, the, the fuck?
3: Sarah
1: I worked in the weed industry, you know, like it's legal here. Mm-hmm. Do I have a reputable job because it's legal here? But over there, that's it's a good not.
0: fucking point, mate. It's it's suck, up, man. Man. Yeah. Sarah Dip Slater shit. prosecuting said police community support officers came across the Silver Polo at 650 p.m. one night in November 2020. She said they smashed the window and found cannabis under the driver's seat, along with a set of digital scales and the defendant's ID. Like, bro, come on. The prosecutor said he was asked to attend the police station and told his address would be searched. And that is where the ketamine was found. His phone was recovered and downloaded. And there were messages on the phone that support that he had been involved in the supply of cannabis uh of Victoria Avenue pleaded guilty to the possession with intent to supply cannabis and the possession of ketamine. He has no previous convictions. So again, it's like absolutely victimless crime here. You know, he's not forcing it down anybody's neck. Anybody who wants it has chosen to come to him and get the shit. Uh, Darren Whitehead mitigating said his client has savings in the form of in- inheritance he would use to pay the money back he made. So uh, he said he's a young man of previous good character and his parents remain supportive of him. This is is where it gets a little bit fucked up. It just keeps twitching the screen. Just give me a second. I know from earlier conferences, I have had him. uh, I have had him. He has had a stern talking to about this conduct. It is not how he was brought up. And for the past two years, he has remained out of trouble and got himself away from his use of cannabis. As part of the suspended sentence order, Judge Harbage, the ball bank, ordered Mackel to carry out 150 hours of slave labor, sorry, unpaid work. <laughs> he also ordered that the 4,107 and 78 pence. result so 4,107 pounds and 78 pence. The prosecution and defendants agreed the defendant made from his illegal ventures is to be paid back in full. What the actual fuck paid back in full to who to who his customers who paid the money or does it go to the fucking government and the police, the policy enforcers, the cheeky fuckers, man? It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, yeah, here's the money. You you can fucking have it now. What for? God damn.
2: I'm, I'm sitting here and I've gone through the article over and over and I've listened to you talk about this. How much weed did he have in his car? Does it say that anywhere? I, I don't
0: think it says anywhere. No, it well, wouldn't. That's the a curious lot.
2: part. How can you, how much weed do you have to have in a vehicle that with the windows rolled up that they could smell it through the rolled up windows outside the vehicle?
3: That's, that's gotta safe. be a shit yeah.
2: ton of weed. Yeah. <laughs> a of weed. A lot of weed. And, and what they're talking about, it was stored under the driver's seat. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> You can't store that much weed under the driver's
0: seat. Mm -hmm. It's just what the fuck, man. What the fuck? It it, it just buckles the mind, especially that bit of the air where at the end there, where it's like, you have to pay all the money back. It's like, to who, man? Are you going to call the phone numbers in his fucking phone and send the money back to the people who bought the weed from him? They all bought it voluntarily. Of course he's not. They're going to take it and give it to the police. It, it, uh, I'm just going to start calling them policy enforcers from now on, because they are not the same as the fucking asset forfeiture and shit. You know, they like, they just steal your shit. Absolutely. Like- but there's this guy called S who's running, running fucking dispenser room and making a million a month. <laughs> mm-hmm. And this kid here, who's just trying to make a little bit of money on the fucking side because he probably still lives with his parents at 23 because no fucker can afford to pay the rent anymore. And that was back in November 2020. Imagine now with the fucking electricity and gas bills we have to pay. They're higher than anywhere else in the fucking world. Motherfuckers. Cheeky motherfuckers, man. It's just so unjust. The double standards here is absolutely ridiculous, man. There's no victim in this crime, but this kid has been fucking punished and stands a chance of going to prison and has to pay £4,000 back to people who didn't even fucking have it in the first place. Sorry, Mike.
4: The only victim is the kid himself.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: You know, we've yeah. seen it over and over in the UK that, that, that these articles they overinflate the amount of stuff taken off the street. And I'm still looking. I don't see how much weed he had. And I don't see how much ketamine he had. What was it? Like a, a few tabs of this and a couple of ounces of that? I mean, it yeah. sounds like they made a big deal out of, out of nothing to quote unquote make an example.
0: You know, and he probably paid the four grand to show that he, he you know, I, I don't want to go to prison, take it all back. You know, he's just trying to avoid prison. Hmm. But we've reported a few weeks ago about the guy who had, what, 26 fucking kilos of weed, seven grand <laughs> in cash, three fucking money counting machines, a queue of cocaine, who didn't go to fucking prison. He didn't right. He didn't go to fucking prison. And This kid mm-hmm. here, 23 years old, stands to go to prison because he had a fucking little bit of weed underneath his car seat. And they broke his fucking window of his car. In my mind, that's an illegal search. But you're just, oh my God, we need to move on to the next fucking news story.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna fucking lose it, man, because the more and more you lock into this shit, just the worse and worse it gets. Because it's just, how is this kid suffering the way he is? Because they fucking illegally raided his fucking car, then his house. Um,
1: like you said, man, let's make an example. Low hanging fruit. Mm-hmm. And he's a poor kid that's like probably scared shitless. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh God,
4: yeah.
1: What's he gonna, you know, like? He's just gonna be like, yeah, I'll do whatever, and I'll sign whatever. And just
2: don't ruin my life, is what he's gonna try to do. Mm-hmm. And media mm-hmm. writes whatever the fuck they
0: want, and yeah, mm-hmm. tragic, tragic. I should uh, try and find this guy and see if I can get him on for a fucking interview. But he's probably fucking too scared to talk oh. about it. It's probably like butters out of South Park. It's just, you know, in the Streaming it's Wars like... episode, it's sitting in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> By, the By the NFTs. By the NFTs. Fucked up shit, man. Fucked it up is. shit. You know, good luck, Dispenseroo. Keep doing your thing. What have we got next? <laughs> <laughs> Monkey, do you want to hit your one next, man?
2: Sure. And I see Monkey's going to go international too. I'm jumping from the US. We'll go to Israel today. This is from the Jerusalem Post. Israel's cannabis industry is dismantling itself from within. Until recently, Israel's medical cannabis sector seems so promising, but one mistake has eroded this bright future, and the companies are now panicking. Oh no. So you know, we've always heard how how wonderful and, and advanced the Israeli medical cannabis program is. So this kind of Caught my eye. want to see what's going on there. Uh, the Israeli medical cannabis industry is looking for a lifetime, lifeline, but right now it's only finding rope to hang itself. And the culprit the local companies are looking for is in the mirror. It's a very, very uh, familiar sound and story. Every industry grows through upheavals in its infancies and Israel's medical cannabis industry is no different. It has gone through nonstop upheavals in the past four years. But most significant of all of them was the regulator's decision in late uh, 2019 to allow medical cannabis to be imported into Israel. So, you know, we we keep talking about corporate cannabis going on here. So Mm. this is a perfect example of of this happening and and what it could possibly do to to your industry. Uh, Decision was pushed local growers uh, to produce desperation as they were trying not to lose their investment and survive the period of hope. Of, uh, and hope for local uh, legalization of about is what they're lo- going for. Now, the article has a bunch of data about a, com- a few companies that actually made a little bit of money, but basically the article is mostly about the companies that didn't. And, and the, the uh, interesting part of it uh, was exactly what happened. You know, why did this happen? It's a Uh, Some within the industry claim the shock in the sector was predictable in light of the the local companies being opposed at the start of 2019 to the health ministry reforms that led companies to fear for their profits and status. As a result, they decided not to provide patients with medical cannabis, sparking a severe shortage in the market. And that's stupid right there. Mm -hmm. Anytime you have a market and you have a shortage and you know that there's another supplier somewhere. That's a stupid move in my opinion. In response to this shortage, the health ministry uh, cannabis unit decided a temporary measure to import medical cannabis into Israel and allow local dispensaries to respond to the demand. This temporary issue became permanent. The flow of imports increased and the market has been saturated by them and local firms. Because of this, a price war has begun and is taking its toll on many of the public cannabis firms that have since exited the sector. Now, anytime you have a price war going, it's great for your patients and it can be really tough on on companies. And what basically this article sounded like, Israel Medical Cannabis pretty much had a lock on on the industry. They they were going to provide it all themselves and the government jumped in and decided to put some price controls in and a few more regulations in there. And the companies got mad and decided to go on strike. So we know there's surplus cannabis in Canada, and California, Thailand's coming online, and everybody's out there trying to, to, to sell cannabis. And all of a sudden, customers in Is- Israel are getting cheaper cannabis imported than they were having provided to them. So what what do you think? Guys, what do you what do you think the public would want? Keep the imports, right?
0: Yeah, man. Whatever's cheaper, you know.
2: Well, that's just it. You know, that's that's the whole deal. um So now the companies hope that that the ones that save them from their mistake are the same ones they fought against. However, the, the Ministry of Health is committed to the quality of cannabis products, not to the profitability of the companies that sell them. What now? This <laughs> well, this is the same thing. Now, this also kind of kind of rang true in my ears because. California went through an upheaval uh, or it thought it was an upheaval when they went recreationally legal and it was the question of do we allow cannabis to be produced in mass cheaply or do we limit production to small craft growers and small growers and keep the price higher. And we have had guests on it that were on the side of let's keep cannabis affordable and it didn't really go well. Uh, For those people, they took a lot of heat, even though the California cannabis program did follow that model of trying to keep cannabis cannabis affordable and allowing the mega growers to exist. uh, It wasn't a highly popular within the cannabis community. And the same thing is happening here Uh, by allowing these imports into the country. It's putting huge pressure on Israeli growers. Now they can't produce a product at the same price. Uh, of significant quality that they can't even compete in their own marketplace what do we do on this do we uh do we do we think that that we should be protecting our markets or do we just allow the market to evolve
0: as i feel like it's eventually going to evolve you know we have to just do- let the market do its fucking thing man and this That's is a world i think it's just way. this is how shit works it's like coffee for example, we can't grow coffee here in the UK. So it's done out there in Brazil. Or I think it's grown in Brazil, most of the coffee. And then it gets chopped down and sent here because it's very cheap to grow it over there rather than well, growing you grow here. It in the UK. You
2: could get greenhouses up and make mm-hmm. your own coffee there and it'd be expensive as hell. But that's a great example. You, know? yeah. you get it where it's cheapest and you
0: bring exactly. it Exactly. And that's going to happen all over the world eventually. The right. Cannabis will be grown where it's cheapest to grow and then it will be sent out all over the world at a cheap price. And mm-hmm. you won't be able to compete with it. Then if it, ta- if it costs you a lot of money to produce it, then you're not going to be able to compete with all of these places that can produce it cheaply. That's just the way the market works. But we're still going to have these small time growers, the mom and pop stores, you know, that just growing a few small plants, but they will produce a higher quality product that somebody can buy if they wanted the higher quality product, just like brandy. You know, right? Whiskey. You can go buy your Jack Daniels if you want to, which is produced, mass produced, and the fucking produce shit loads of it. Or you can go buy that whiskey that's a hundred pound a bottle because not much of it is made. well you, you know, mm-hmm. there's loads of different kinds of whiskey you can buy for fucking thousands of pounds if you wanted to buy that shit. But it's right. It's gonna be exactly the same with weed if we just open up the market and let it do its fucking thing.
2: But no matter where you are, and in any market, you're always going to find the lowest priced option. It's always going to exist mm-hmm. in the market, mm-hmm. and this is just one of those cases that this is what's happened. They 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 opened it up to imports. They found a lower price, and the consumer likes it at this point. So, but you know, they need to they shot something. themselves. <laughs> they, yeah, they shot themselves in their own foot here. You know, they were going to go on strike, <laughs> thinking like the, the people were going <clears> to <throat> scream about it, <laughs> and the government went right around them. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's amazing. Uh, we need to watch what's going on with this kind of stuff like that. You know, these uh, when when uh, companies try to push governments around, usually the government wins.
0: Bastards. So I wonder yeah. if there's
1: going to be any like uh, I don't know what Israel's black market is like, but you know where there's this demand, there's a mm-hmm. and like you're saying with the imported. That's that's illicitly imported, I assume.
2: Or yeah, well, the demand for medical cannabis in Israel is approximately 52 tons per year. Local local firms in, are growing and producing. Have a capacity of producing a hundred tons a year, so they can actually produce as much. Uh, they can meet their own requirements, but they're finding it cheaper elsewhere at this point. Yeah,
0: well, they need to find a way to make it cheaper, then, don't Supply they? In command. You
2: know, yeah, it's mm-hmm. one of those things, you know, well, everybody, I think they started up these medical companies, you know, uh, expecting to get X number of dollars per gram for this stuff. And all of a sudden, you know, now they're going to have to figure out of doing it cheaper and things like that. Mm-hmm. Governments can really mess us up with that. You know, they, they slap on these extra taxes and all these extra testing requirements and licensing requirements. And by the time it's over with, you're in trouble.
0: You're in too deep. So, yeah. yeah, man. But it's, it's, it's just it's going to take time. Going to take lots of time because we need the whole world to really legalize. Is there anywhere in the world where coffee is illegal? I don't think there is, illegal? right? Yeah. It's yeah. the
4: most widely consumed drug in the entire world.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. but are under sugar.
4: Mean...
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think caffeine's considered,
4: uh, it's like more mind altering, though. So it's considered mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a drug yeah. versus sugar. But but...
0: That's it. We need cannabis to get to the same state where coffee is. And then when it's right. available worldwide to everybody and can be enjoyed by everybody, then it it'll achieve the level it's supposed to achieve in the market you know it's that's the way it needs to be we're a long way from that shit
2: yeah eventually you know yeah. and you're probably looking maybe a decade or not a decade maybe a, a century, century. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah you know to where this yeah. stuff is actually just shipped in bags like coffee on, on ships across the ocean and just no big deal i look forward eventually, to the day it's where it's going to happen so. but man i don't know when
1: I want to be able to smoke some fucking Santa Marta gold, you know, right for the hills of Colombia? You
2: know what I'm saying? Like, well, I mean, that's that's a market right there, you know, like with this uh, tarar, yeah, of cannabis yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. getting it, getting something special that came, you know, from, from the hills of Jamaica or
3: something
0: mm-hmm. you know, oh, from the mountains fucking, of Colombia or something. the Hindu Kush that's mountains, that. man. Get some fucking in right, here. yeah, some of that, you know, some a stuff out of in the
2: yeah,
3: yeah, I mean, I could I, I I
2: can envision can, something like a wine. You know, you have these big wine stores. Why not a big cannabis store with all this
0: imported cannabis? Again, like like whiskey. You know, you have your Scotch whiskey, you've got your Irish whiskey. You all these all right. different whiskey that people prefer because it's from a particular place, and cannabis would be the same. We just have to allow it to be. I mean, yeah. we, they, because we would, them, <laughs> those <Yeah>. people... <laughs>
2: We have now have to get national legalization and we have to get this whole export thing under control and stuff like that. And then it could happen. But, you know, in our lifetimes, probably doubtful.
0: One day we can dream. That's
2: it. Maybe maybe tomorrow we're going to wake up and something major change and it's all going to be different.
0: Not. No. Like one of the members of the government hit a shitload of DMT and wakes up and be like, yo, I've seen the other side, man. And we're just going to legalize all this shit now and just stop being stupid. (laughs) Yeah. We can train. We can train. So we have one more news story from March.
4: We do, we do. And for those of the for everyone who is talking about how all these news stories are super bleak this week, I, I feel like this one's maybe a little more lighthearted than what we've been talking about, but yeah, kind of a strat can. <laughs> uh are cannabis beverages less popular in Saskatchewan? I thought this one was interesting because of our good friend TG here.
3: Hmm.
4: Yeah. So it was recently Funny. announced by the go- our uh, Canadian government that they changed the public possession limit for cannabis beverages with adult Canadians now allowed to possess up to 48 cans. <laughs> Yoo-hoo! <laughs> which is a jump Party from time!
3: First, oh yeah, my God.
4: Which is a big jump from the previously allowed five. Cans, which also wow. meant if you're buying five cans of a cannabis beverage, you are at your legal limit of the 30 gram limit and you couldn't buy anything else. You couldn't buy CBD oil, you couldn't buy a vape pen, you couldn't buy a single gram of weed. Your five cans, that was all you could buy at one wow. t- during one transaction in a store. Fucking hell. So it was about time that they changed that.
0: Mm-hmm. But they're
4: saying despite this, the cannabis beverage market still represents only a small percentage of sales and the market can be tricky to figure out. Yeah. this appears to be a higher commitment or there appears to be a higher commitment to beverages in some areas in Canada than others. If we look at Saskatchewan, beverages are in 82.4% of the stores. And if you compare that to 92% of the stores in Alberta, 92 in Manitoba, I think it's higher in Ontario. Uh, where is it? Yes, 95% of stores in Ontario. I'm really surprised that there are stores that don't carry any beverages at all. But it does say later in the article that... Uh, Somebody is saying here, president of Farmer Jane Cannabis that has three retail outlets in Saskatoon, former Gina former Winnipeg, if you're all in Saskatchewan, overall sales of beverages only make up 2% of the overall sales. So it's not a very big category. And I thought this was interesting. It does say that the people who are buying cannabis beverages are edibles users which might not be that surprising so but they're also saying that cannabis drinks tend to be a lot bulkier which makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. bulkier to carry out the store than if you're going in to buy like a pack of chocolates or something like that um but it does say where else are we going here I guess the big thing is that they're still trying to figure out the whole beverage market. And because the industry is still relatively new, producers are still not entirely sure what consumers are looking for. Um, Where was I looking at this? There's so many new products in all the subcategories, carbonated, non-carbonated, with and without sugar, flavored like soft drinks, beer, kombucha. The sky's the limit, really. They're coming out with all kinds of stuff. And it seems overall consumers seem to enjoy the classic carbonated soft drink flavors the most, but that can easily change. And then they also tend to buy the higher limit, the 10 milligram drinks versus the ones with lower potencies. Cause they come in ranges from, you know, CBD only to 2.5, 5, 7.5 and all that stuff. So I guess the question is, what do you guys think?
0: I think the drink sounds <laughs> nasty, bro. Shit. Uh, what, what I sounds would drink nasty? them. I would drink them.
4: Nah. you wouldn't drink a can they're they're actually pretty good i don't know but do you drink them tg ever i know uh, you don't really go to the, No. The legal-
3: <laughs> <laughs> i got well i got board. some
1: little powder shit that you can dump in a water bottle Ooh, but, i've had
3: that yeah it's I none of it
1: was- it's good i mean i apparently there are some good tasting drinks out there it's just yeah. i'll just go buy a coke for fucking three bucks instead of a, this for like eight or whatever they want Mm-hmm. You know, and then smoking joint, smoke you know. a joint and, you know, <laughs> is better. There are a
4: lot of people, though, because like there are those people, especially newer cannabis consumers that were coming into dispensaries, and they tend to go sometimes, depending on the demographic, go towards the edibles and the drinks were attractive because they could take like a cannabis beverage to a party, and if they weren't consuming alcohol, alcohol because a lot of people who are drinking these. Don't consume alcohol, but then they could still sort of fit in in that sort of (laughs) environment, if you will. You know,
1: you can can slice a beer can and then use that as like a holder for your pop, and then go walk around and pretend you're drinking beer. You know, just do that. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Canada's beverage makes you look like. A chotch, I'm sorry. You know, fucking ten milligrams. And <laughs> you
0: know, I'll drink cannabis when you can smoke alcohol. How the fuck yeah. does that? Sound? I don't know, man. I'll make, I'll a, don't...
2: make a bong out of a beer can, and you can walk around looking like you're holding a beer can.
1: I don't think That's they're ever gonna true. really catch on the way people have like. Eat. There's there's like analysts that were like, yeah, beverage is gonna be taking over the whole fucking country, and like, no, people are like, yeah, like, and and the whole thing too is like. The application of it, you know, when you go to the bar and you're sitting around with your buddies having a couple pints, you know, that's alcohol is a fairly generally like known, like whether you drink a whiskey, scotch, Guinness, whatever it is, it's, it you can, you can predict what's going to happen with, with cannabis beverages. It's just so fucking unpredictable. And mm. there's so low potency too, that like, I just did a, you know, if, if you even drink 24 of them, that's fucking eight liters you have to drink (laughs) to get 240 milligrams right jesus christ uh, i just eat rso yeah Yeah. (laughs) for someone like me
4: 240 milligrams like that's way too high for me and i don't need that much yeah also Mm. thinking like if you're going to be you know when you go out and drink beers with your buddies at the bar or whatever, you don't drink one beer you should drink a few so that was sort of the rationale behind lower potencies and of course, the legal cap on the potencies as well. But
1: like, oh, I don't know though. I just I can't see it being the same. Like, going having a couple pints of weed juice. It's weird.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, it's
0: weird, it's a isn't it?
2: Feeling. Yeah. Right. right, that'd yeah. be a good question for the panel here. I mean, what are you guys' favorite favorites? Your most favorite way of consuming cannabis right now? To, you know, I would say me whole flower vape
0: yeah i mean vapes good man but it depends on what kind of mood you're in i mean the vapes nice but i do like to hit my pipe sometimes and it's nice to hit a bung sometimes too uh-huh. you know it's nice to have the option but drinking it it's like if i'm going to drink something i'll drink an alcoholic beverage you know weed is made for smoking or eating but drinking it just doesn't seem fucking i love my can of coffee man. Uh, if you could
1: like jack it up yeah a can of coffee mm-hmm. but like fuck! I put a tablespoon of like it's probably hundred milligrams in my fucking coffee every morning. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, I don't. But that's like me. But yeah, right. you
1: don't need that much. But like you could, I don't know. I just feel like
0: i think it with sugary drink doesn't seem to make sense. You know? Yeah,
1: you know, yeah, I don't know. You know Maybe I'm you just have a, lot a of sugars, old or you have something. To watch for that.
4: Mm. But some there's lots of them that don't have any. And I mean, I'm not gonna I'll let you guys guess what my preferred method of. Of cannabis consumption is <laughs> cookies, eating, <laughs> you know, but so that's why drinks aren't necessarily a stretch for somebody who really likes edibles, I guess. And yeah. this is targeting that market, I, I, I yeah,
3: totally fair good. enough, you know, to I mean, each their own, high, exactly either. to
0: each their own, man. If you Don't like that kind me. of thing, then that's up to you, but it's not for me, you know. Everybody's entitled to consume cannabis in whichever way they want to, and it's good that they have the option, but they can have it in a drink if they want to. That's fucking yeah, sweet, yeah, man, you
1: know. This thing I'm holding in my hand right now, this is honey that's infused with 20 milligrams of C B D. Apparently it's a very
0: popular seller. Seeing so you know that yeah, honey would yeah. be infused. That sounds good.
1: Yeah, and I mean I would never use it. Uh I have it because I was curious. And
0: uh you just want to like, shut that like
1: Yeah, you could do whatever you want, but you know, put it in tea. <laughs> is probably how i would do it yeah, but yeah like super, really this nice is something guy. that does not appeal to me i make fun of this shit all the time but apparently it's <laughs> fucking huge thing self
0: silly in the chat there said no one said boofing <laughs> 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 maybe you should boof that oil that that honey oil you got there bro <laughs> all right good. the yeah. are at it again <laughs> savage no, behaving
3: shit
1: eat that shit you'll get fucking ripped for days
0: so at least uh, we did have one yeah. good news was over good. there yeah
4: Yeah, this whole thing. I do find cannabis beverages do tend to be pretty expensive, which is why I'm a big proponent of making your own shit. Infuse your own honey, you know, your coconut oil, put it in your coffee, whatever, because uh, it's fucking delicious. It's Mm. delicious, and you know what you're putting in it, and it's way cheaper. Like, it's Uh, definitely cheaper than going out and buying 48 cans of. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And and
0: that's it. The the fact that the limit's been lifted like that, because it was ridiculous to be like, you can only have five cans. So fuck off, man. Is that that the same for Budweiser? Because I can buy a six pack of Budweiser. And
1: split it up, you know, very Mm -hmm. illegal. But the way we, well, we wouldn't split it up. The guy that bought a pallet would sell us for like 12 bucks a case. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, he was redistributing alcohol, which is illegal. And also, yeah, he bought a fucking pallet of booze. And with weed, he's like five cans, now 48 cans, even that. Yeah. like how much would that cost how much do those things cost
4: Well, oh, they're anywhere between i think like five and ten bucks
1: ten, um, so it's like ten a
4: lot
0: hundred of money.
1: four hundred yeah. dollars yeah holy <laughs> fuck. yeah really
0: <laughs> tax. Fucking yeah, shit. Yeah.
1: for 400 yeah, milligrams is though come on you know like
4: i know i'm oh, sure the market has to change still too because i know in the states mm-hmm. the legally there's places where you can buy like 100 milligram drinks which for some yeah. people like that's just them getting started as bubble hawk said <laughs> in the chat that <laughs> is starting dose so this is morning
0: coffee yeah
4: that's right so you know you can buy a couple of those and, and just get going but yeah
0: unsure <laughs> ass there in the chat as well what's boofing that's uh uh, let bubblehawk explain we're, we're, i'm afraid we're out of time we can't answer any more questions so we're we, <laughs> we will refer that to the aussies yeah <laughs>
4: right yeah one last thing i'll mention about cannabis cannabis beverages that people do seem to like is that they usually do have a faster onset so if you're looking for that mm. uh that edibles high sure. it usually comes on faster and doesn't last as long and some oh, people okay. do find that pretty appealing depending on what it is that you're doing so there is that but mm-hmm. you, like tg said you can you know, put honey in your coffee. Although I don't know if it'd be the same, but yeah. Or those powdered things that you can buy. They're usually quite a bit less expensive too. Mm-hmm. They
1: have one of those somewhere here, but it
4: yeah, lost. I have a
2: Because
4: <laughs> I don't often buy those when they go on sale because they're so much cheaper. Oh, yeah. You just throw it into whatever drink you have and then there you go. Can't got
2: much off of those when I tried it. Oh. Well, you they're only max up 10 milligrams. Yeah, I'd have to double or triple them to feel I actually got something good out of it.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: See? That's them. Yep.
1: Oh. Yeah, well, you can't. There Look
2: we go. Face,
4: yeah. yeah, the tea god ones.
1: Yeah, and you see how big the package is that it comes in. Look at
2: that packaging. efficiency of packaging there. Like, I don't know. Okay. Economy. Yeah, I don't
1: know. This is a dissolvable THC powder. I don't even know what it tastes like. Probably shit. Go
0: on, mm-hmm. snort it, mean, They <laughs> are I like
4: flavorless, tasteless. Oh. I do find okay. sometimes you notice a bit of bitterness with them, depending on what you're mixing it with, but. It's pretty subtle, but they're not yeah. completely flavorless.
1: Hmm. Yeah, gross.
2: Well, I did find an article that was, uh, it wasn't was cannabis, so I didn't cover it, but it's kind of interesting. You know, people are always talking about the runner's high. Yeah. Okay, well, we always thought for a long time it's the endorphins coming out of your brains that do that. A new study is saying that they think that it's actually due to the endocannabinoids that your body's producing. So you're actually oh. getting a runner's high from, can- from a cannabis-like reaction in your own body.
0: Oh, that's a good story.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah so we have got a couple of things here on the forum news that we should cover before we go on to the the interval and do the four twenty smoke break thing we do. Yeah, it's a new month, so we have the Weed Seed Express Wheel Spin open for entry over at Room.com. So head over to Room.com in the forum. You'll see in the Weed Seed Express section. You can just go there. Everybody can enter. So go and drop your name on the list. We'll do wheel spin at the end of the month, and there's some you can win ten seeds. Weed Seed Express will send you 10 seeds and all over the world, Australia, uh, America, uh, Canada, uh, UK, Europe, everywhere. They send pretty much everywhere. And good discrete packaging as well. So make sure you go and check out that comp and get involved. It's free to get involved. And it's, uh, for another month, we're going to waive the fee of signing up to Persis Grow Room. So it's still free. <laughs> okay? So join now while
4: you still can. Join
0: now while you still can. Your time is running out.
4: That's
0: right. Uh, also, I spoke to uh, Dr. Peter Grinspoon this week because I've been hustling for interviews, motherfuckers. I've been out there getting loads of interviews and Dr. Grinspoon will be coming back after 4.20. So I'm the 27th we've going pencil info because Wait. on the 20th of April, he's releasing his new book. And he also told me that his new book is going to be, it's available for pre-order now. So go and fucking pre-order that shit, man. You can go find it. He says uh, available for pre-order now. It's called seeing through the smoke, a cannabis specialist untangles the truth about marijuana. So mm. do a quick Google search for that. You'll find it somewhere and get a pre-order on it. Uh, and yeah, check out his fucking book, man. Cause he's a good guy. Dr. Peter Grinspoon. He's a, he's a Dr. Lester Grinspoon's son. And he has smoked weed with Carl Sagan. He's one of the earliest interviews we had on the show. I think it was episode eight. Uh, we mm. had Dr. Uh, Dr. Grinspoon on the show. Let's go and check that shit out, man. Uh, Yeah. So and then we have the interviews, which are f- you can come and watch all of these interviews live if you're a patron or a YouTube member. So you can become a Patreon, nice and easy. And it's real cheap, too. It's only $4.20. That's American dollars. So it'll be different for Canadian and Australian dollars. But it- it's real cheap and £3.50 in the UK. So if you just head to patreon.com slash Percy's World Room, you become a patreon there and this is where all the links are to these interviews so if you want to come and join us and watch these interviews live as they take place then go and sign up for the patreon uh first off we have dr bruce bugby who is coming to join us on tuesday the 10th so that's just in a couple of days that's tuesday coming up and then we have chris trump is coming back to the show he's gonna be talking about the uh, career and natural farming thing that he does are going to go into some detail about some of the methods and the nutrients that he makes. So that's going to be very cool. We have Tad Hassey from Kiss Organics coming to join us to talk about his new podcast, which is called Dope History. So uh, make sure you check that podcast out as well. I don't know if it's out yet, but it will be very soon. And we're going to talk to him about what, it, what it's all about, and what who, who he talks to and what he talks about as well. Then we have Queen of the Sun, who you might have heard of from uh, Jordan Rivers' podcast, Growcast. Queen of the Sun and Jordan from um, Growcast are doing a soil masterclass. And they go around the USA doing courses on how to make really good soil, how to get the right microbes in there, and what's living in your soil and all that kind of shit. It's a masterclass about soil. That's why they call it the Soil Masterclass. So, And she's going to uh, – we're going to interview her and we're going to talk about – all the different things that she covers in her class. So that's going to be super fucking cool too. Jorge Cervantes. Sorry, that was on uh, the 26th of January as well, just so you know the date for that one. And Tad's coming on the 17th. Uh, Jorge Cervantes is coming back to the show on January 31st to come and chill, chat some shit, and talk about his book, We Grow Cannabis. I know he was on recently to come and talk about his book, We Grow Cannabis. But he's coming back, man. How can you fucking say no to so Jorge? So of course you come, bro. Come, come and chill with us, bro. You know what I'm saying? So Jorge's coming back. I'm going to chat some shit with him. Uh, always a good time. And then on the 3rd of February, everybody, the king himself returns to the high home, homegrown Tommy Chonk. is coming back. So if you want to take part in any of these interviews live, come and chat shit with us. And whoever the guest is, you sign up to the Patreon. It's very cheap and it helps support the show and the podcast. No, no yeah, that is the podcast. It helps support the, the show and the forum. And, you know, it's just uh, it's nice to help out. So sign up to the Patreon if you can. But I think that's everything, right? Is there anything else to add after all of that? That's a no, I think. That's a resounding no.
2: Now they have something up there in the chat about Graham Hancock.
0: Uh, I actually spoke to Graham Hancock recently. Well, I have emailed him. I've emailed him, he asked me to email him any word on Grand Hancock, here yeah, is it's there for each. Yes, I emailed him on the 6th, like he asked, he hasn't replied back to me yet, but he will be coming soon. So, uh, I will keep on it, you know, we'll give a couple of days, and he does, if he doesn't reply, then I'll reply, I'll email him again and ask him where he is. But he asked me to email him back on Friday the 6th, so we can organise a date. So, it will no doubt happen. I will keep working at it, and as soon as I know, you will know. Trust me. <laughs> but that's going to happen soon. Fingers crossed. That's going to be a good ass interview as well.
4: Yeah, that would be really cool.
0: Uh, working hard to get more interviews in as well. I've sent out lots of emails to lots of different people. Got a lot of uh, replies saying no. Got a lot of replies saying yes. This is just how it works. Even uh, I emailed Willie Nelson. You know that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah and he got a reply back. He's so like, no, sorry. Willie's not doing any interviews at this time. It's like, oh, okay.
2: Okay. Hey, you tried.
0: Yeah. You Don't ask. You don't get, bro. That's no. it. So keep working hard. Any sign of Grow Shop, Jim? No, he is still missing, unfortunately, Chilbert. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But there we go. That's the Cannabis News and Events. That's all the interviews that are coming up very soon. Make sure you come and join over at persysgrowroom.com. That's a good one, actually, on short. I'll write that down. That's what about like if you are going
4: for like Willie Nelson, what about like people like Woody Harrelson? Isn't he huge
0: you're pot really hard to pot get in touch with, with man.
4: <laughs> yeah, I
3: know.
0: But, but I'll try more. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, man. I don't fucking i gotta <laughs> give me their address, I'll go knock their door, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no <laughs> shame. Like, yo, you're gonna be on this show? what well, motherfuckers, come join us. Join us. But if you have any suggestions as well, then you can always go over to Percy's. You can drop in the high and homegrown section. There's a, a specific interview interview thread on there. So if you got some suggestions that you want us to check out, then you know drop drop the. Uh... <laughs> no, no, unsure. That's impossible. He's he's off the grid now. I think. But yeah, if you got suggestions, then let us know over at Percy's, and you can also uh, go over to the Discord server as well. If you're on Discord, you can join up to our Discord server. The link. To the discord will be in the downloaded version of this podcast in the description so go and check that out and come and join discord if you haven't done that already and you can drop suggestions in there as well so
2: yeah that's everything the cash from trailer park boys man that
0: would be fun and there we go everybody thank you for joining us for this week's cannabis news Don't forget, you can join us on Discord now. The link is in the description of this podcast. So just head to the description, see the link, click it, and come and join us up on Discord. There is also a link to our Patreon page where you can become a Patreon for as little as $4.20 a month. So very cheap. And in return, you get to join us for all of these cool ass interviews live so head over to patreon.com slash grow room the link is in the description you can also come to discord join us up on discord the link is also in the description or you can come and join us on percy's the cannabis growers forum if you're not over there already so come and check it out come and join the community become part of the community and we massively appreciate it but we also appreciate you just being here and downloading the episodes don't forget that even if you just listen to the episodes and download the shows. We appreciate that. Everything else is just an added bonus. So thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the show. We'll catch you on Wednesday for the interview with Dr. Bruce Bugby. everybody. It's going to be super fucking cool. Have a good week. Stay high. Stay safe. We'll see you on Wednesday. Goodbye.